Hello everyone. Welcome to our podcast Parents for Education. Today we are going to speak about homework woes for children. Before we go ahead, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts where you can get answers to all your queries on education and become part of the community. We have with us Mr. Jim Zuers, headmaster of Clearwater Academy International, which is an international school in Florida. Mr. Zuers has a wide experience with children. He's been in the field of education for the past two decades, and this has given him the opportunity to work with children from different age groups. He's also an international speaker, and he has spoken on various topics in 56 countries, over six continents. Over to you, Jim. Thank you, Bhavani. Thank you, Bhavani. I'm happy that we're doing another one of these. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, I'm, I'm very excited to be part of the uh, Parents for Education community. I think it's something that as we grow and as we reach out, we can really build a community out of this. Um, you know, it's sort of like us as parents versus ignorance and failure and things like this. We want our children to be successful. I think as as a team of motivated parents, we can really improve the chances of our children being successful in life. So I'm very happy about this community and, and being part of it. Nice to have you here, Jim. Thank you yeah. very much again for joining us. Uh, since we're speaking about homework wars, Jim, my first question would be really to find out, is homework really important today? The children already have a lot to do at school and then, you know, bring back a load of homework. Is it really important? Yeah, I think there's a couple different things like that. You know, like a lot of a lot of complex subjects, it's important to break them down in their pieces to understand. Um, there's there's mm -hmm. and, and, you know, homework is is kind of like there's a couple different areas that are positive and negative about homework. Right. So one 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 positive negative thing is you know, that the child can become stressed out. They've already had a long day. Now they have all this pressure at home. They don't get a chance to relax, stuff like that. Um, and then the opposite side of that coin is like, well, kids are getting an opportunity to, like, to build up their discipline, to learn a, a longer work ethic, to, to, to stay focused. So they kind of can build that discipline up. So that's the, kind of the positive side of that. The other thing that can happen with homework is sometimes um, let's say, let's, let's just assume the child does not want to do homework. Like nobody is listening to this podcast because their kid loves homework and they want to, they want to just stop them from doing homework. Right. Everybody, everybody like, like, let's say 99% of the problem is getting your child to do the homework, not getting your child to not do homework. Right. So, uh, because of that, you know, we're focusing on like problems with homework. Why doesn't a child do homework? How do you get your child to do homework? Uh, what are the problem? What are the barriers you run into that? And they really kind of come down to two main topics. Uh, one, one, one half of that is academic, and the other half is discipline. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the academic first. Okay. So let's assume uh, that you know your child is capable uh, of sitting down, discipline, doing the work, things like that. However, there's some academic barrier that they're actually running into. Like they don't understand the material. The material is uh, too high a level for them. 
Um, it's the instructions of the homework were somehow confusing. So they sit down and they don't really know what to do. Or last time they did it, last homework assignment they did, they messed it up. And now they're kind of like sitting in that failure from before. And they kind of like have sort of a, a negative mindset, like that they're going to not be able to do it or they're going to fail. The teacher's not going to like it or they're going to get a bad mark. You know, so they, they're kind of like, these are sort of the academic side where you have, um, really just sort of like anything that can happen with a student can happen with a student in homework. So if you imagine anything that happens with the child in class, they get distracted, they miss what the teacher's saying, they can't hear what the teacher's saying. You know, it's funny, um, I've had very often uh, situations over the years where students were, were doing very poorly in class. And one of the things we did is we actually tested their their eyesight and hearing. And sometimes found that they they had problems in, in one of those things or they needed glasses or something like that. So they they were literally not receiving the information. You know, they couldn't see it, they couldn't hear the teacher well, things like that. So they were actually shut off from the from the learning process. Um, you know, with, with homework, uh, you know, you've got a situation where, first of all, the environment might not be a environment conducive to learning. So maybe maybe the child's sitting at the kitchen table, mom is arguing with their with with dad, the little brother is running around, the dog is barking, so it's very hard for the child to focus. So just like in a classroom, that would be very difficult for a student to to deal with. Um, it'd be very nice if, if if that's possible to have you know a study desk away from that kind of confusion where the student can sit there and that's his own space or her own space and where she can do her, her work there and things like that. Um, so that's that's kind of one approach. The other approach is finding out like if your student doesn't want to do the homework, instead of instead of trying to punish them or assuming they're bad or lazy or something like that, maybe you can find out like what is the homework? What is uh, what is well, you know what does need to be done? Can you know does your child actually understand it? Do they understand the subject? Are they capable of uh, understanding the instructions of the homework, things like this. And then and then this is a, a really strong point where a parent can help help the student out a lot. Um, the other thing is, is, you know, kind of going down this academic road a bit more is also sort of like, what about actually helping the student, like, you know, teaching the student, like, like the student doesn't understand the work. How do you help them? You, say that again? I was going to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Answer. Yeah, and and so mm -hmm. so the the funny thing about that is like very often parents want to help their kids with their homework, and I mean that's mm -hmm. good. It sounds good. It's like a great idea. However, often parents don't know. Like parents don't know how to do the work themselves. Like you know, like I remember like when my kids got to a certain level of math, I was like, oh man. Even though I'm in education, I don't work with math, and I'd forgotten a lot of it from when I'd studied it, and it was like, oh. That was hard. They, they like my kids outgrew my ability to help them. Uh, the other thing that happens is sometimes, you know, parents misunderstand the subject themselves and they tell the, the student the wrong way to do something, or they will, um, you know, again, they just don't know. They just can't really help the child. So, you know, in those circumstances, a, a, like a tutor can be very helpful. But even just, you know, taking the first step of like what is expected of the student. And does the student understand that? And if the parent can kind of get over that first barrier, 
you know, that first hurdle that can be really helpful. Yeah, that sounds very interesting because as you were speaking, I was just thinking of all my all my questions that were running around, and you were answering them spot on. Yeah, my, my question was actually I wanted to know parents could help, but as you said, parents themselves might not know. So when 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 a parent or a teacher finds that the student is struggling, do you think then? The parent, maybe at home, because they're talking of homework. When a parent finds a student is struggling, is it better to go to the teacher directly and tell maybe she doesn't understand and that's why she's going through this problem? Or, you know, because parents don't know to handle the kids, they probably think she's too lazy, as you said, or, you know, doesn't want to do it, or just tired, or just put all the negative points over there. And instead of that, you know, take them take her back to the teacher and then tell her this is the reason that she's not able to do homework. Would you be able to help? Or as you said, a tutor could help her out too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's very important for the teacher and the parents to be on the same page, you know, that the, mm -hmm. the teacher understands the expectations of the parent, the, the you know, the, the parent understands the expectations of the teacher and these things, you know, and then, and you know, that you're really, dealing with every child as an individual because every student has different strengths and weaknesses and if you just lump them all in a big pot together you know it doesn't really work so that's important one system we have at my school is you know we do have we do have uh, different methods through like uh through google google classroom and whatsapp and different things where where there is the ability you know for the students to communicate with the teacher and, and there's that sort of that open channel of communication. So uh, sometimes it gets very slowed down if there's a lot of uh, barriers to that or a lot of, uh, you know, if uh, people don't answer email or things like that, it can really break down the process. But where you have where you have the possibility of fast, fast connection, fast communication, that's really valuable. And and most parents, I think they, they, they were afraid of like bothering the teacher or disturbing the teacher. And I mean, of course, there are, are examples where, where, you know, too much communication from the teacher or from the parent can become extreme. However, 90, like 95% of the time, it's actually great. And, and parents love it or teachers love it because teachers love that the parents are interested, caring about their child's education, because then they're a team, you know, when the parent and the student and the teacher are all on a team to educate the child, then you've got like a great situation where you can build up a lot of momentum for that child. Okay. So do you think in a situation like this, what's your opinion about group studying? Maybe a few kids get together and then, you know, sort out their problems. I really don't know it works. And today with media and when schools are happening online, they could join together and then help one another to fix their problems. Is that a good idea? Or do you think it should only go back to the teacher? Well, it, you know, I think it's worth trying. I've seen, you know, I've seen where kids studied together and it was very successful. Uh, it's usually most successful when, you know, one student is strong in one subject and the other student is strong in another subject and they help them help the other one out where they're, where they're strongest. However, you know, I mean, obviously it can also just be a distraction. You know, this, you put three kids in a room together and yeah. 
you know, like if the, if the personal discipline isn't there, then it's just playtime. Because even if they're trying to study, they're going to get distracted. They're going to start making jokes. They're going to get into all these kind of things, which, which is not not the purpose of a study group. However, um, yeah, I mean, it, it it is sort of like it's very individualized. But I, I think it's definitely worth trying. I mean, why not? You know, if it if it turns out to be unproductive, then you change it. But if it's productive, then you can maintain it. And that can even be your agreement with the kids. Like, yeah, you guys can study together as long as you're really studying. But if you're just goofing off and wasting time, then no, then then we're not going to do that anymore. And you have to study individually. So so that kind of a, that kind of an explanation and expectation can be really valuable, really, really kind of set the tone for the study group. And that can be very successful. Yeah. Uh, what other suggestions would you give to our parents, Jim, about being overwhelmed by looking at homework? You know, when the parents look at the homework, oh my God, just come with a whole lot of homework. How am I going to handle it? What other ways and suggestions would you give them? Because we've spoken about going back to the teacher, join a group of, stu group of students joining together and studying. I mean, other than that, let's say none of these work out and I'm the parent who wants my kid to do it. What suggestion would you give? Yeah, so here's here's the thing. Like, you can, you, you know, you can say like, in a way the student's mind is is elastic, meaning it can grow and expand, okay? Now, you know, I've worked in schools and, and met with educators really like all over the world, you know, uh, Asian schools, African schools, European schools, American schools, South American schools, you know, and, and uh, some of the problems are very universal. Some of the problems, you know, this, like, you know, there's the, the, the big battle now with cell phones and video games and stuff like that. This is a, this is a universal, it's a global problem. But, um, uh, but, but at the same time, you know, these cultures have a different demand and they're, 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 I will say their um, willingness to put pressure on on students is very different from culture to culture. You know, I think like um, when I was in in China, they had to, you know, there were schools where they they would be there at seven at night and be let out at 10 p.m. or sorry, seven in the morning and be let out at 10 p.m. Yeah, and and you know, you can imagine if you have that many extra classroom hours and stuff like that, you're going to get a lot more study done. Okay, but you go okay, so you know, at, at what cost, because there's a, a tremendous amount of pressure put on these kids and things like that. But it's, it's when everybody's doing it, it's less bad. Like if you're the only kid who's, whose mom makes you do like three hours of homework every night, you kind of go like, oh, now it's like, now it's this, uh, you know, now I don't have any time for my friends. I don't have time to play. My friends are all talking about, you know, what, some show they're watching and I never get to watch it because my mom makes me do so much homework. And then you go like, okay, you know, five or six years down the road, the kids in university and like now they're they're doing great because they had all this pressure when they were young and now they're really ahead of the class, you know? So, so it is kind of like, there are uh, rewards. There are rewards to that sort of a discipline and pressure on the part of the parents. But then I think it can also be, it can also go too extreme because if you if the uh, if the first part that I talked about is does the student is the student uh, capable of doing the work and understands what needs to be done if that part is good then the pressure 
is just the, you know, just the demand for production. But if the student can't do the work and you're just putting more and more pressure on them, like you just think your child's being bad or lazy or undisciplined, but really they just can't do the work, but you're just putting more pressure on them, then that's where the stress and, and things like that really come in and can be very, very, uh, very harming. And just all it does is it makes your child hate, hate schooling. You know, they just can't wait for it to be over. They're not motivated. They, they just like they're, they're running off your motivation instead of their motivation. So, you know, again, I think it's very individual. I think like country to country and culture to culture, the expectation and, and our our willingness as parents and educators to put pressure on the kids is very different. You know, um, in America, there's a lot more emphasis, like I want my kids to be happy. I just want them to be happy. You know, in, in, in some Asian countries and different places, they're like, no, I don't care if my kid is happy. I want them to work. I want them to get the top marks and things like this. Um, so it's a very different culture. And I don't think I don't think one culture is right or wrong, but I think they, they all have different, you know, uh, positives and negatives associated with them. I agree on that. I was just thinking probably, you know, the Asian countries really put a lot of pressure on the students. Yeah. So do you do you think like uh, when when children come with a bag load of homework, especially in Asian countries, I really I'm sure America is is not as bad as this <laughs> in yes. Asian countries. But then, but then, uh, do you think parents should allow the kids to take a break, maybe go and play a game, have some fun outside, and then come and sit down for homework, or just push them on, finish your homework and then go and play. Invariably, the child never finishes the homework and never plays. <laughs> right. So neither is. It. Yeah, I think that's a that's a very good that's a very good uh, a good uh, point of discussion. Um, for my kids, for the most time, when they were in school, they didn't have a lot of homework expected of them. They were given a certain amount of classwork, and if they didn't get it done, then they were expected to do it as homework. So it wasn't like this every night homework, long hours of homework and things like this. So my kids had the opportunity to do a lot of other things in the evenings with sports and other activities that, that I think helped, helped them grow in, in other ways. Now, um, I mean, I, I think it, again, I think there's one thing like after the child's already been in school for six to eight hours. Yeah, I think it's appropriate to have a little bit of break, have some dinner, and then and then maybe do some homework at that time you know um you know I, w I would say like probably not more than an hour and a half to two hours of homework at the most a night i, I don't i don't think anything beyond that is is appropriate um and maybe even an hour or less depending on what's happening you know you just want the child you, you want the child you know being successful as a student so sometimes it's a matter of like figuring out why they're having difficulty in a subject with the parent helping or through tutoring or through through the teacher giving uh, you know better explanation of a subject or something like that to a student and then mm -hmm. you know and sometimes it's a matter of more work sometimes a student just needs to do more work they're not doing enough work in the class maybe they're naturally just a slower student good well then you have to add more time to keep them up to, to grade level and, and moving along you know that's yeah. really good. We've a lot of information on this. It's really yeah. nice. Very yeah. Good.
Yeah, because homework is really, you know, one thing that I think is sticking on every parent's mind. How am I going to do this? But today you've given a lot of good ideas. Thank you very much, Jim. That was really very insightful on homework goals today. And uh, parent, we would like to invite more parents to our community and share their opinions with us so we could all get more answers, different answers from different people and more questions to be asked to. Thank you very much, Jim. That was really nice. Absolutely. Great. Thank you, Bhavani. We'll, we'll do it again soon.